Sup, motherfuckers? <laughs> Welcome to Cere- <laughs> no. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to Cerebral Flex, episode 51, Positive Vibes. Um, this one is really just going to be a freestyle discussion of a friend and a friend, two friends, <laughs> discussing their entire history with uh, cannabis. Our relationship mainly with cannabis. I'm sure it will diverge into other things. But it is about that. That is what we're going to discuss today. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm I'm good. Um, you can already tell that we are slightly. Uh, we, we we got the positive vibes going before we went on air. We I smoked here. a full bowl of really good stuff. Oh, okay, I, I well, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I just took a big chug of lager as well. My friend's calling me. <laughs> One second. Let's see what Joe has to say. Hey, Joe, you're on the podcast. What's going on? <laughs> Doing all right? This one this one is about our, our relationship with cannabis. I can't tell if he's actually on the phone or not. He might actually be. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. What was that? Can you say what you just said about cannabis? Side right now, so sorry. Yes, yes, uh, she's a fickle thing, you know. She's expensive, like a prostitute, you know. She's uh, uh she's well deserved of uh, of my money. <laughs> Very good. All right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. Awesome. All right, love you, man. Bye. <laughs> so yeah, that's what he had to say. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's expensive like a prostitute but deserves his money i mean yeah man you can find cheap prostitutes too i think we should have joe on the show for sure i'd be fine with that he sounds yeah. like a i don't know have i met this individual have you met him i believe so mm. maybe not maybe not i don't know i don't know anyway so the first time I smoked weed, like I said, I think it was 20 or 21. I can't remember the exact age. It was at work. It was a stressful day. I was working at the dog grooming shop, and uh, one of my, my fellow employees went outside, and he had a bowl in his car. And he's like, yo, you want to try some? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. And uh, I smoked it, and... My lungs were on fire like they've never been on fire, especially because I was smoking cigarettes at the time. So I was not expecting it. Took way too big of a hit. It's coughing my lungs up, drinking water. Thought I was going to die. Then I felt and really, then I felt What really was the good. experience? It was great. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> After I was done hacking my lungs up and I'd, I drank my water, I was kind of sitting there. Just felt like real calm. And he'd, he'd, he'd already taken three or four more hits. He passed it back to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this a lot more. <laughs> and then my day at work wasn't so bad anymore. I went back in. I was calm and zen. The dogs, they'd been like, I don't know, they were all on edge that day. Like, we had a lot of dogs that were like normally like our trouble customers that like shit their cages because, you know, they're scared because they're in a place where there's people, you know, getting them wet and soapy and then throwing them on a table and blow drying them. And I can imagine as a dog, it's terrifying. Um, so I went back in and I was much more sympathetic and we got through the day and everything was all right. 
I really wanted yeah. to quit that day, and I didn't. You just explained I don't know how many days of my existence. <laughs> I think that was the problem when I worked at uh, VSC. So I, I wasn't high ever. I, sh- I should have been more high. I was never high at VSC. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think a lot of the staff there were high at VSC. I think a lot of them are definitely high most yeah. of the time. <laughs> Maybe no, not necessarily good. high off of the marijuana, but yes. Yeah. Some are high on power. Oh. 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 No. <laughs> power. So, the best drug. <laughs> so first experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, How young? I don't have to disclose that. Oh, come on. I was you're past the statue of limitations. I was 12. Damn. I think 12. Jesus Christ. 12 or 13. I so I was expecting 14, 13, not 12. My friend, uh, my best friend and I, uh-huh. we uh, went under a bridge. We were skateboarding and yeah, we didn't have a bowl. We didn't know how to like really smoke it. We were just like really nervous and paranoid. And uh-huh. we like put it on this little like um crevice in the rock my friend's really good with physics and science of all sorts and like he cups his hands in a specific way and like finds a way to light it slowly to where the smoke will build and (laughs) we smoked out of like this cone shaped like thing he did with his hands over the rock and like we got pretty high and um we skated around town that was pretty nuts but the main Okay, I think the second time or maybe third time, some some one of the first times we went out with a friend. Uh, I'll just say his first name, David, and several others. I don't really remember because we smoked 13 bowls out of a bong. Nice. And we we he got David got nauseous and started vomiting. And I think this is my favorite story, I think, of my entire past. It was like that. Um, what was that? Half-baked movie when they were kids and they got high and went into the 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. It was kind of like this experience. So we come out of the woods and we get on this public bus and we go to uh, the center of town. We go to Dunkin' Donuts and my <laughs> retainer falls out of my hand because I was playing with it for some reason. And I like trip and I stepped on it and cracked this like $85 retainer. And I was like, fuck. And then we went into the donut shop and like, bought some donuts and the guy told me I owed him like a certain amount. And I got in an argument argument with him about how much I owed him for the donuts. And I'm like, it clearly says there it's 47 cents <laughs> for those donuts. And then it's this much for these donuts. And my friend comes up behind me. He's like, no, he's right. That's how much you owe him for those donuts. I'm like, ah, he's probably right. <laughs> got in an argument with this like little Asian dude at a Dunkin donuts. And Yeah. And then parents picked us up and I tried to act like I wasn't high. And that was very exciting. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I never got they were very the... mad at me about the retainer. Not I, much. Just... I, I can imagine those are expensive. Yeah. It was green, it had like glitter fleck, like little flecks in it. It was kind of cool. Did you pick it out or was that just what they gave you? I picked it up. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And I broke it. Then they gave me a black one, which I loved even more. Yeah, I can imagine you'd like that more. <laughs> yeah, I never got the experience of having to hide being 
I've, Maybe I was 13. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've never had to hide being high because I was an adult when I did it. I did yeah. have to hide being drunk my first time. That was fun. I was very yeah. hungover too. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I much prefer uh, smoking to drinking most time because you know I've never had a weed hangover. Nope. Worst I've gotten is cotton mouth the next day, which that's okay. Drink some water. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, our range used to be if you could stick your teeth out like that uh-huh. and they would stick, then you've smoked enough. Interesting. That was the indicator. I just stopped smoking when I stopped being able to start functioning properly. <laughs> you have to get past that point. Yeah, I've, I've got past that point before, but usually on most days, once it starts to impair some of my normal uh, thought processes and stuff, I'll, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's time to stop. Well, I agree with what Joe Rogan says, that you can really only get high once a day. Like the morning high is really the only time you get high, and the rest of the day is kind of just to keep you even keel. Does he not say even? That? that sounds it, like something Joe Rogan would say. It really doesn't do much for the rest of the day. I feel like I need to fact check you. I'm just saying how I feel about it. Like oh. I've done it. I've done it since I was a wee lad. What is what is? And I can tell you, day? facts don't care about your feelings. That's fine. I'm just telling you my experience. I think that that little hat on the top of his head is annoying. Hat? Yeah, he's Jewish. He wears that little little hat on the top of his head. Who are you talking about? Ben Shapiro. See, we went off on a whole nother track just now. I know. I don't even know what the hell's going on. I just why I don't smoke. <laughs> I'm not even familiarized with Ben Shapiro. You're not? No. Oh, I need to stay off the YouTubes then. What does he do? What is he good at? He talks really fast, mm-hmm. um, which gives the appearance that he sounds really smart, but he's a conservative, and we all know conservatives are dumb. I don't know, man. The way it's been lately, I would say the liberals are just as dumb as the conservatives. Yeah, but the conservatives say stupider things. I don't know anymore. I mean, I yeah, you're, bo- you're right. Both of them are pretty stupid. I retract what I said. Everyone's dumb. Yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah. Anyway, I hmm. want to talk about positive things. <laughs> not, not not negative things. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, I had many, many, many great times, many great experiences, skateboarding around Champaign-Urbana, summer days, all day long, looking for the day parties that are going on it's a college town there's always day parties and it's i yeah. always forget that it's a college town but yeah it was amazing every summer was amazing i'm sure yeah every day was a party the second i got on the i, I got on the bus at like six in the morning uh-huh. okay my daily routine i would wake up at five i would Jeez. do like some sit-ups i would like <clears throat> wash my face brush my teeth jump on a public bus at like 5.30 or some shit. Get all the way down to the university campus where there was this favorite coffee shop right under... Uh, it's a Johnstown Center, if anyone is watching knows what I'm talking about. Um, and yeah, there's a coffee shop down there, this little Asian dude, and he would give me my five shots of espresso. He would line them up in little shot, like little ceramic shot things. They're uh-huh. awesome. 
and give me my fat ass cinnamon roll. And then he would like, you know, take two shots with me. And then we would just talk about stuff while I ate my cinnamon roll. He was the coolest dude. And then I would basically skate around campus before anyone got to work, you know, before there was anyone out there. So I was skating all the marble and whatever. And then I would uh, wait till God knows when my friend would wake up and then we would skate for the, and then we'd find a party and then we'd, you know, eventually get high and then pretty much a normal day in the summer back then. Oh, so you didn't get high before you went on the bus? You waited till no. you got to a party? No, I wasn't like now where I'm just like on an IV. <laughs> a slow drip of weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. what's, your, what, what's your preferred method of smoking? A bowl. Okay. I agree. It's the least um, costly. You're not wasting. I mean, well, a hitter would be better, but I don't like metal and I don't like glass hitters. But I, I, I enjoy hitters for, for convenience sake, but if I have the time, I'd rather smoke out of a bowl. Yeah, joints and blunts waste like 30-40% of your smoke. Yeah, I've only smoked out of a bong once. Aww. And that was an experience. Okay, that, so that's another conversation then. Yeah. So pieces. Yeah. Which cool pieces did you have? I mean, I never really had any cool pieces. Okay. I had like just like basic bowls. I did have a, I, I broke it too. Pissed me off. It was like a really cool one. It was kind of in the shape of um, the top part of the bowl where you hold uh, the little the little hole thingy. Like it was like in the shape of like a mushroom and it was um, red. And you think it'd be red with white spots, but it was red with like purple spots. It was really cool. And then the stem and all of it was uh all all rainbow colored and it was really great and i had that for a while and then uh i got too high one day and i broke it and i was sad because my friend gave it to me but it was a dope pipe like if the sun hit it it would like the the rainbow stem would turn different colors and stuff and the lighting it was pretty sweet yeah i did a lot i love the intricacies of different pieces i I think think, my what i think i think that's why i like bowls yeah I call it a pipe. I did call it a pipe. I like yeah. bowls the most. Yep. Because you can do all sorts of cool things with them. Well, yeah, they're hand blown. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're done by a human being. Yeah. It's amazing. It, it like brings it all full circle. Yeah. You know? Um, my favorite bowl was called the North Star, I believe it was named. And it would uh, glow in the dark. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So in the daylight, it had purple stars and it was white. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it looked. It was like a smoky white glass with like purple stars. And that smoky white stuff was actually the glow in the dark stuff. That's so when cool. it got, you know, when it, you got in the dark, all those dark stars pretty much disappeared into like black stars and the rest of it would glow. And it was sick. And then, well, I don't know if that was my favorite. I had a bubbler that didn't last long. It was a bong that um, had two hoses out of the top. So on the top, it had a glass globe uh-huh. and it had two hoses coming off the top and okay. when you pulled from b- both people pulled it would actually bring the smoke up in kind of a spiral and it would make a Ooh, oh that's noise. so cool and it would do yeah it was <laughs> so awesome and i had we had okay so i need to rewind my friends and i had the trailer i grew up in my parents left right 
So we just had this trailer and we kind of went buck wild and we all dropped out of college and just were potheads. And yeah. we collected so many pieces. We had a library of pieces. So we had like a wall hanging over where the bar is uh-huh. and you would open it and there'd be beads and like all our pieces. <laughs> and we'd, people would come over and be like, choose your piece, you know. That's and cool. uh, we had this dragon that had a, a gun. <laughs> it was like a six shooter, had six bowls on it. They would, and after you were done, it, you could click the gun and it would click the next bowl. That's dope. Yeah. And it had two hoses that came out of his back. That's awesome. And yeah. That thing was amazing. And so those are probably my three or four favorites. But yeah, I have good memories of certain pieces. Yeah. You know, my awesome. first one was horrible. This guy, okay. <laughs> also on uh, campus, this guy illegally sold me this piece. <laughs> and uh, it was wood, black painted wood. Oh, okay. With, uh, yeah, with the screen. And it, it tasted like sh- garbage when you smoked out of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've never smoked out of a wood piece. That sounds uh, awful. Don't. If you don't have to, don't ever. Met- metal and wood, save that shit for another day. I have an actual like wood like tobacco smoking pipe, and I've smoked tobacco yeah. out of it, and it's it's amazing. But I would never smoke marijuana out of it, even if I was desperate. That sounds awful. Ugh. I've smoked out of bananas, apples, cans, corn. We did a ear of corn, uh, tin foil. That'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't mind smoking through a uh, piece of food. It works. Like smoking through an apple sounds like it'd be kind of tasty it's not bad yeah i think the most creative thing was a coleman thermos it was used as a, a gravity bong interesting where they cut the top off Hot heads are so creative when it comes right? to different ways of smoking yeah just like the rest of life they're not so good at. <laughs> well this guy he cut okay so he cut the top off a two liter and he uh screwed a bowl onto the top Okay. And then he had the water in the thermos, uh, and then he would put the, the two liter over the water all the way down, and then he would light the bowl while pulling up, and so it naturally pull on the, the bowl and get smoke in the chamber. And then once you get to the top, you, mm-hmm. you unscrew it real fast, you put your mouth on the hole, and you push it down. Mm-hmm. And cold water underneath all that smoke, it, it was pretty badass. And it was usually on lunchtime. <laughs> You would have this Thurman Coleman's with it. It was uh, Coleman Thermos. I said Thurman Coleman's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had it with his lunch. And we would, uh, you know, hit the pavilion and partake. But yeah. That's an interesting parallel. I just realized because you guys were, were smoking out of a, a, uh, a camper. And my friend, Ed... Um, that's usually where we'd go chill. His dad had a camper outside the house. It, it never moved. It was just complete shit hole. Like, but it had electricity so that we could like run fans in it because it was always in the summer. So it was always hot as shit and uh, have lights on. It's just nothing but fucking beer cans and weed everywhere. Good time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, every day, every day after people got off work, because I used to work. All the jobs I worked previously were in the morning, so I, I I'd work at Menards. I'd get there at six thirty when they open, and I get off by like noon. So then I had the rest of my day 
grab something to eat. Why such a short day? I was just part time at the time. That sucks. You weren't making no money. Uh, no, I wasn't. But I didn't need money at the time, my guy. I just I I wanted to get off and you know enjoy myself and chill with my friends. Wait for them to get off work at Jimmy John's or wherever they were working. My one friend he worked at an ice rink. Yeah. Uh, everybody'd be off by like four o'clock, and we'd go to the camper. We'd sit around and get high or, or drink and just chill and hang out. It was, it was nice. Life was simpler. Yeah. No, I miss I miss the trailer with my friends because yeah. we would eventually um, my best friend's girlfriend moved in. My girlfriend moved in and we pretty much all failed at life except for his girlfriend. And, then, <laughs> and um, I had. OK, dude. Bro. <laughs> I have to bust out a bro right now. First oh, yeah. of all, everything was like hippie the fuck out. It was just wall hangs and beads everywhere. Black lights, strobe lights, lava lamps, wall hangs, beads, and, and just nothing but incense and like always just zen, right? And you'd walk through beads in the hallway and come out and there was actually room that was even more chilled out than the rest of the house we had a, a room just so if you needed to get away from everyone yeah you could sit in and it was the most comfy room and it had no no technology in it yeah and it was just you know real peaceful yeah in a meditation room and then like you come out to the living room and i had my like little tech setup where i had uh i think three computer monitors the big box ones back then yeah uh, set up in the corner on the floor <laughs> and like i had like a mudding setup where I'd be in a like a beanbag chair. I don't know what kind of chair it was, but like I had like just the keyboard. Yeah. And I'd be mudding if you know what that is. No, and, I don't. Oh, it's like you Final Fantasy, but it's all in script. It's all in text. It was oh. before well, like the internet playing. had pictures. It's, what? It's role, it's role playing. Yeah. Yeah. I used yeah. to do that too. Yeah. I didn't know it's called mudding. M U D D. Yeah. Oh. Dope. Yeah. So I would do that for hours. And then um, we had this couch you would sink into. We had like the PlayStation. We had the Tony Hawk 2, I think was out then. Pro Skater always going. We had yeah. uh, uh, Skater Die Thrasher going all the time. We had again the uh, Nintendo 64 still. You know, we were still doing the uh, 007 and Perfect Dark. And then we had that like bar that had all the pieces. Yeah. I think we had up to 60 pieces at one point. And then. Uh, how, are you, just, how are you making money at this time? What were you doing? So we all had small, stupid jobs. Oh, okay. um, I had, I've had over 27 jobs or something in my life in that stupid college town. I had like over 20. Damn. More than that. Yeah. I would, I would just leave. If someone pissed me off, I'd be like, you know what? You're a fucking douchebag. I don't, I don't want to deal with your bullshit. And then I'd go to another job. I, I, and, I did the same thing for a little while there. Yeah, I was like you said, like what who who needs to really care at that point? You're like I was 19. Yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, I think I just turned 18. And then I dropped out of school. And uh yeah, pretty much just I peddled a little weed here and there and we grew some plants once in a while and we worked stupid jobs. I worked at the grocery store. I worked at the hardware store. I worked at many, many restaurants. I've worked uh, on a farm. I've worked at a TCBY inside a Walmart. I've worked. I mean, you name it. I've worked there. True value. Jimmy God. John's FedEx. You worked Jimmy John's. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you worked in FedEx. Place, I probably worked there. So it's like I, uh, you know, you worked at FedEx as well, huh? Yeah. 
was a package handler because I was a big Negro. That's Apparently they didn't want me counting things and doing anything with my brain. So they stuck me on unloading packages. Oh, oh, you're in the unload. Yeah. I hated life. And it was like 100 degrees in there. And like they wouldn't even let me go have a Snickers like I was starving. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you have to stay at like 1,400 packages every time because you did that once. I'm like, yeah, that's not even humanly a thing. Yeah. Just because you did something once doesn't mean you can continually do it. You're an idiot yeah. and fuck you and your ideology yeah. and everything you quit, that didn't you? makes you who you are. What? And then you, and then you walked out, didn't you? Um, no, I actually had to leave because they wouldn't give me enough overtime. Because oh. I would work four hours and then I'd be like, yo, can I come back? tonight and work another four hours and they let me sometimes but they wouldn't let me like enough to make enough money gotcha because the way i see it if i'm working i'm not getting higher drunk yeah so that's probably good for me so i try to work a lot yeah i think that's pretty much why my dad and i work so hard is so we don't kill ourselves getting drunk or high (laughs) to be honest with the world now you know me (laughs) <laughs> uh, nam one exposed i thought i had something, I lost it Fuck. But uh, yeah but x is awful i'm sorry yeah that's, oh that was the thing yeah they don't explain to you like with weather conditions for for people who don't know like these people loading these trucks in the summer if it's 70 degrees out you got a you got a plus 20 that shit. So it's 90 degrees inside that trailer. Same when yeah. it's cold. Like if it's if it's 30 degrees out, it's 10 degrees in that trailer. They become refrigerators. They're like nut lockers. Yeah. So no, and nice, I had I had nice one wall collapse on me. Oh no, yeah. Trap. Yeah, dude. It like almost broke my leg. Yeah. It was like TVs or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. Real yeah. bad. I hated that job. And <laughs> And never I don't recommend it for anyone. No. I f- I feel bad for 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 people too who uh who gets their stuff delivered broken, but I also understand it too cuz I've I've seen the frustration. Your packages are not handled nicely. <laughs> yeah, no. They force the people to unload them as fast as humanly possible yes. and try to maintain an inhuman rate for their entire duration of working there cuz they're slave drivers. Slavery yeah. never ended, people. If you're no. rich enough to think so, go fuck yourself, because it is still here. I have this uh, <laughs> this this senior manager, which is like the top guy. He's from Texas, so I already should tell you enough. But I got in an argument with him one day about like you do realize because the argument was about part timers and part timers in the state of Illinois. They can work seven and a half hours before you have to punch them out. Otherwise, they have to take a 30-minute lunch break, right? Yeah. And so I was arguing with him, like, you're working these these package handlers seven and a half hours every day, and you're expecting them to maintain the same load rate or unload rate that they would an hour or two hours into their shift for seven and a half hours. I was like, can you pay these guys 15 bucks an hour? I was like, think about star athletes, football players. They play the games usually last what three or four hours, and they're not playing the entire time. They get plenty of breaks in between. You know, if you're you're playing on the offense, then you're having a break while 
your 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 team's playing defense and stuff like that. You're expecting these human beings who are getting paid fifteen dollars an hour, not millions of dollars, like these athletes get paid every year, to maintain the same standard for seven and a half hours. That's inhumanly impossible. And he just looked at me and he was like, "Well, we set the standards to be humanly possible." I was like, "I I'm, I had to walk away immediately because I wanted to call him a." St- stupid ignorant human yeah he was if i was high in that situation i probably just would have laughed at him like yeah all right man (laughs) (laughs) i'm very Uh, docile no no, like the the intelligent conservatives always say they should have made better choices they should have stayed in college it's their fault they they fucked up it's not the system there's nothing wrong with the system at all no everything's fine people need to make better choices I uh, I become very very docile when uh when I when I smoke as opposed to when I drink. When I drink, it depends on the mood that I'm in. Sometimes I can be very nice and fun, and other times I can be very argumentative and rude. And not yeah, nice. I was the, I don't know indica and sativa. Everyone has this talk like one sativa makes you more like talkative and creative gregarious whatever but like indica makes you more like thinking introspective far out there man whatever the fucking stereotype is but i think i've had strains of both that do exactly the opposite i'm not very um i'm not a super critic yeah with my craft beer or my cannabis as long as it's of high grade and high quality i don't care if it's a stout well, I do. I like IPAs the best. I shouldn't lie. But if it's quality <laughs> lager, stout, or pilsner, or whatever, height, half and white, whatever, the, all the different kinds, if it's quality enough, I'll accept it. And that goes for cannabis as well. But I don't I don't think it's fun to be all judgy and like, oh, my God, this is the bubblegum mint cherry pie. I, I, I like, never... I've never really paid attention to strains. or, And I know, like, now we have shops that are coming out with all these different uh different strains different types and such uh i I just don't pay attention i just what's gonna give me feeling good guys that's all i care about do you like my do you like my willy wonka color changing face because i did this on purpose oh i think it's enjoyable well with this discussion it's it's kind of the, the camera went blurry too though it's weird yeah you almost, look, you almost look 2D. Yeah, see? I'm bringing it's people creepy. into that. You're like a video game character. I don't like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Get it darker in here. For people who are listening to this and not watching it, you're really missing out. You yeah, really man. Watch, you should really watch the YouTube videos. Especially well, I don't know. If you're just sitting there listening to this one, you're either a pothead or you should be. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, we should have put a disclaimer. 30 minutes in. Sorry, should have said this at the beginning. You should have probably gotten a little high before you listened to it. Whatever. This is just a straight-up freestyle, bitches. <laughs> We're just doing what we want. <laughs> I'm staring at fractals. That's my favorite crazy. thing that we've... So, some of my favorite times, like, hanging out with you and, and getting uh, yeah, high. I, I, I enjoyed the... Uh, the time we got high and we turned off the rap, uh, the rap, we played rap videos, but we turned off the rap 
and then we played like metal bands and share my like screen that. right quick yeah so yeah well, that's a pretty one L listen to some nice <laughs> oh shit it's too it's getting it's too shoppy. much it can't do it it's like you're <laughs> you're trying to do too much with your too much with your computer Stop oh that. but my favorite some of my favorite times hanging anyway. out is uh turning off the the playing the rap music videos but turning off the music and then playing like I don't know. We play like metal music and rock music to it and stuff like that. Just watching the juxtaposition of the two different genres. That was cool. I think we have just stared at fractals yep. for like a good hour and not said a whole lot. Yep. Watch My buddy and I, we would uh, listen to car or listen. We would watch cartoons on mute and play rap and rock. One time it was like Barney and he was telling the kids like, go, Go fuck your mom. Go fuck your dog. Like it's just <laughs> funny when a. <laughs> Go shoot your principal. Oh, yeah, just like you no, know, fuck the police. Oh, I'd love to watch. I'd love to watch Barney dancing around to like Kendrick Lamar's "Mad City." Oh, yeah, fuck, that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's all great. And then the other thing we would do when we were super baked or drunk or both is uh, put on cartoons and on mute and speak for the characters. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah that's so we would fun. come up with all sorts of weird things going on. Johnny Quest was, I think, our favorite. And I was always the Indian. And he was always the, the white dude. And we would have like the most stereotypical like racist accents for oh. both. And he'd be like, gee, Willikers, blah, 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 blah. Like, I do not know, Johnny. I cannot get you out. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to clip that out of context one day. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I remember once he was like, I, I, he got sucked into this hole. I don't know what was going on, what they were saying, actually. But I, he was like, oh, I'm stuck in a hole. God damn it, motherfucker. And I'm just like, oh, Johnny, I do not know if I can get you out. I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Oh. Uh, so good. So many good times. We would go to the planetarium and we would, you know, get balls to the wall high and like watch. Uh, I'm crying. I'm so happy. <laughs> we would watch um they had doors pink floyd led zeppelin all the greats at the planetarium huh yeah they would have like crazy fun nights where they that would cool. do the stars on the you know that sounds dope yeah and they would play all the great hits of like pink floyd while showing you the stars and then they would show you different images like instead of stars there'd be all sorts of images up there that's cool it got really weird sometimes. And then one night we walked out and some asshole frat boys or meatheads or whatever they were, were fucking with a possum and throwing rocks at a possum. And I got really upset. And I was yeah. about to like, you know, sacrifice my life for this possum. <laughs> these three meatheads got pretty scared of me because I was pretty adamant about them stopping. Were they white? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. They're like, why do you care? I'm like, 
uh, I care about any scared living being that's being bullied by a bunch of assholes. If, if you were in a hole bullied. being bullied by three giants, I would yell at the giants. I mean, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing and you're an asshole. <laughs> Leave the possum alone. Dude, it was so scared and he was so cute. They're great too. They eat ticks. Yeah. They're awesome animals. I don't even care if they bit people. I I think they're cute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if they run up in your home and bite you. (laughs) I've actually, I think I actually have heard that possums don't spread rabies either. Yeah, I think that's true. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So, so all they do is they eat ticks, which spread Lyme disease and they don't, they don't have rabies. So you're getting what? Leave possums alone. Possum lives matter. That's right. That is right. Ooh, this green is cool coming up. <laughs> you're now you're literally in the matrix. Yeah, there's nothing like being high and watching fractals. <laughs> Listening to some lo-fi hip hop instrumental. Yeah, did, some, I get, did I get you on that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Or meditation music. Yeah, meditation. I haven't listened to meditation music a lot when I've I've been upping my dose and it helped me. It might have saved my life. And I've been listening to anxiety meditation. Interesting. That's stuff. It really helps. That's good. Yeah. Makes you realize that not you know, people aren't necessarily out to get you at all. Most times people aren't thinking about you at all. And most of your anxiety and depression is coming from your own reaction to how shitty life is in general. Yeah, I would agree with that. But it's not external factors like you want to think it is. Like, this person's making me feel this way. No. You're reacting to it poorly because you're unhealthy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So my worst time smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Because there must be balance in all things. The worst time smoking weed. Um, I was smoking with my friend, and <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> I still, I still don't know if he knew or not. But uh, it was definitely laced with a little bit of something uh, of a hallucinogenic origin. Um, and I'm good with hallucinogens. You know, we've talked a little bit about you know some DMT experiences. Um, I haven't really talked about acid experiences. Those are also fun. Um, but, but when you're not expecting a hallucinogen, um, and it sneaks up on you, it's kind of like not chill. <laughs> yep. So <clears throat> we, we, we'd smoked and we were just sitting there chilling in, in the dark as one, one does when you hang out and you're smoking with your friends and all of a sudden like the. I, I start hearing like this wah, wah, wah sound. And I start noticing like the room's like kind of like, it's, it's almost like if I was like looking at it, it's like going big and small for a minute. And I started, I started tripping out and I realized like, oh no, no. We, we smoked something with something in it. Yep. And, and that was anxiety inducing only for the fact like, like, there's like that scary moment of like, oh fuck, what was like in it? Like, how long's this gonna last? Because like when you do something like like acid, like you know you're gonna trip on acid for for a little bit, especially if it's good stuff. So you know how long the trip's gonna last. Or if you smoke DMT, you know you got like a good 
15, 20 minutes of an intense trip and then you're done. Like if you don't know what you took, you don't know how long it's going to last. And that, and that for me is very anxiety inducing. Cause it's like, ah, it's going to be, you know, a couple hours. It's going to be longer, shorter. And then you start to have a bad trip. And, I, and that was, that was my worst time smoking. I still don't know if he knew it was laced or not. Cause his reaction wasn't as severe as mine, but I didn't like it. <laughs> no, I had a very, very, very similar situation. Oh yeah. Yep. My best friend and I, we uh, got some stuff from another great friend of mine and uh, took it back to my house and smoked, uh, <clears throat> I think a joint in my uh -huh. front yard and went inside and everything went bad. Like, 20, 30 minutes later, because we felt like we were melting. We felt oh. like we were melting into each other. Oh, we felt no. like things were coming through the window because the tree was making shadows, you know? And it looked like an actual creature, like reaching in. Yep. Like he, he, was, he was seeing some man in a top hat or a man in a hat, like trying to kill us. And I was seeing like a huge owl, like whatever. And we swore we were like melting into each other and after that night we went up to our friend at school and we're like what the absolute fuck was that what the hell are you trying to do to us and he's like i'm very sorry that was my personal stash that was pcp oh, oh no so sherm because he wanted to do the whole uh west coast los angeles thing uh-huh he just wanted to give it a whirl. Uh -huh. And then he was like, how was it? I'm like, scary as fuck. <laughs> like, we did not know what was going to happen. We did not know you, what was happening. Do you think if you had, uh, do you think if you had smoked it knowing that there was maybe not PCP, but like hallucinogenic stuff in it, that it would have been a better trip? No, that was no. way too intense. Yeah. And it was not pleasant at all. Right. No, we were terrified. PCP, man, that's that's we some thought hard we shit. were going to die. Where does one even get PCP? I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, after I heard in Washington D.C., there were like mothers putting their babies in microwaves. Yeah, fuck that, dude. You know, and turning the <laughs> microwave on type thing. Like that's that type of shit. I don't, I don't mess with bath salts or any type of flocka or anything that's gonna have me. Like that Kush they got out in Africa, it makes you put your head through a windshield. Damn. I, I that's not stupid shit. Damn, you know. Yeah, bath salts. That one guy who ate that one dude's face in Florida. You remember that? Yep. What was that? Uh, call me, call me lately. What was that stupid corny song? It's like, um, oh yeah, call I, me maybe. Yeah, I, I just met you. And what was the parody? Crazy. It was like it was like um I just met you and this is crazy. I just ate bath salts. Your face is tasty. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's a fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I just met you and this is crazy. <laughs> I just ate bath salts. Your face is tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh I wonder if the person, you know, who got their face eaten, I know he lived. I wonder if, if he ever heard that song, if he would laugh or cry. 
I apologize. That was really insensitive, but I do wonder these things. <laughs> Whatever. Uh I we're not we're not pretending to be anything we're not anymore. But no, I've never tried anything super hard. Uh the hardest, yeah. Yeah, I've never tried anything super hard. All my stuff's been I mean, I guess DMT is intense, but it's not like you're gonna cook yeah. a baby in a microwave or anything like that. You're kind of I mean, you're kind of too paralyzed to do it. Yeah, I've never moved. I've never moved from my position. Yeah, yeah. And then acid's not really an intense trip. I mean, it I've can never. Be. I don't think I am interested in acid. Yeah. No. No. It's okay. It makes fractals really cool. No, I, I just like shrooms. I mean, shrooms is where it's at for me. Shrooms are not bad. I had some the other night, and I was reading the Stephen King book on my TV in my office. See, that would make me... I, I think I'd get paranoid. No, it was great. The yeah. words started moving in like a oh. wave, and then at this really scary part where the psycho is... I'm reading Under the Dome for anybody that's read oh, it. Oh, so. how is it? I've heard that's one of his best. It's stories. amazing. So when um, Psycho Jr. does some heinous shit to some young lady, yeah, uh, the words got all weird and spiky interesting yeah like the words were all spiky <laughs> like, i was like this is amazing <laughs> like they, were, they were becoming more nefarious as the scene grew more nefarious yeah kind of cool yeah it's dope i like that <laughs> it was like my brain was making the letters do that that's cool yeah i like that. yeah dude this willy wonka color change effect got i got going it's like a technicolor 1970s <laughs> shit i'm enjoying it <laughs> Anyone watching this should definitely spark one and watch my face change colors. Willy Wonka. Uh, <laughs> that's an interesting movie. It's great. That movie. Scary. Have you ever watched it on Wii? No, I've never watched it. Hi. Oh. Mainly because when oh. I was very young, I had a very, very bad visceral dream. I remember it to this day. I was like seven when I had it. I could still remember this dream. You ever have like nightmares so bad you remember them? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So this one was really bad. And it had like the fucking Oompa Loompas in it. And they were fucking, you know, singing as they were like mutilating and stabbing members of my family in different ways and stuff. Yeah, it was it was dark. I did not like it. I Nothing woke up. Nothing like that ever happens in my dreams. I woke up. That's I was weird. seven at the time. We and I, I I'm sure some of it had to do with we had just moved from from uh mississippi where all my family was up here and i didn't have any family or mm -hmm. any friends or anything like that so it was probably like you know it was a traumatic time and yeah um i remember waking up and like running to my mom and being like i had a bad dream and she was just like lay down on the floor next to my bed go back to sleep i just laid there for a long while shaking and terrified and i kept looking over like the corner of the room i kept thinking i saw an oompa loompa i was like fuck so i didn't watch that movie for a long time but now i appreciate it a lot more gene wilder's amazing in it psycho serial killer no i just love the the tunnel scene that's my favorite you would like the tunnel scene that is my favorite what is it raining is with it a boring? fucking chicken head getting off, cut off is a hurricane a blowing oh I have I have trauma from from that song because uh, we went to a, a theme park once and uh, one of my friends, um, he 
he really liked teacups. And I don't, I don't like teacups because I don't like getting dizzy. And he convinced me. He convinced me. He was like, no, we, we, let's do this. We got to do it. And he started off slow on the teacup, slowly spinning it. And then he started singing the Willy Wonka song as it got faster and faster. And is there no way of knowing? <laughs> I was dying. I got Dude, off. your friend I, is amazing. I got off that teacup. Oh my god! I I I had trouble getting off the teacup. I was so dizzy. What a great I, friend! I was so nauseous the rest of the day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're like that. <laughs> I would I would have enjoyed that experience like no other. I've been like you just gave me one of the best experiences of my life. It was it, I I it was very not because again he started off. He knew slow. all the words. Oh yeah. Oh perfect. Yeah. Started, like I said, he started off spinning slow, and as it got faster, not a speck of light is showing. Like, so oh, the danger man. must be growing because <laughs> the rowers keep on rowing. <laughs> he might have even done the scream at the very end of it, just let it go. <laughs> I'm not sure. All I remember is like I was, I was like holding on to the teacup, and I was just like looking oh. behind me. I was like, God, this is awful. <laughs> Oh yeah, what are your favorite movies? What are my favorite movies? Yeah, whilst whilst on the product. Um on it like you would think like comedy and stuff like that, but no, I like the darker movies. I like watching things like I I mean Deadpool's not dark, but like that's one of the ones that that's I'd say lighthearted no, shit. Yeah, that's that's more that's the more lighthearted type stuff, but things that I'll watch like when I'm on the product are usually, I mean, I do like watching documentaries on the product that makes them more entertaining, but it's usually darker stuff like, um, Constantine or, uh, the crow or interview the vampire or like a horror movie. If I haven't seen a horror movie before. Yeah. Um, that'll, that'll definitely, it actually, <laughs> Watching horror movies on the product, which is funny because I get paranoid, but watching a horror movie on the product, I just laugh. This is stupid. Fuck this movie. We're going to make <laughs> a coin phrase on the product. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like darker things on on when I smoke. I, I, I don't know. don't know why, yeah. but that's what I enjoy watching. Yeah. Well, you know me. Well, yeah. You, close, you, but... you, you, you like it. My my friends and I watch stupid shit like Clockwork Orange and Full Metal Jacket and The Wall, and we watch this weird shit that Nine Inch Nails put out back in the '90s. Some like weird, sadistic shit. Like one, the first opening, it's all to the album, and the first video clip was of this guy swinging closer and closer to like a razor blade's edge, like an axe, and it made it out to like it cut him, like when he finally hit it. And then there's like a picture of like a fridge with body parts in it, if I remember correctly. And like it just was a dark, sadistic film. And I don't know if it was bootlegged or like made by an art student or if it was an actual Nine Inch Nails product. I don't know. I've seen some early 90s Nine Inch Nails things that are like black and white. It was fucking freaky. Yeah. There's one yeah. where a guy's like strapped to a chair and he's being like tortured, but like mm -hmm. he's enjoying the torture and. Other mm. things happen in the video that I'm not going to talk I about. I didn't stay in that apartment. We were skateboarding and we just came in an apartment to either drop off some weed or pick some weed up or like gotcha. talk to somebody about something and they were watching it. 
And in those situations, you just sit on the couch and you stay as long as it takes to make those people comfortable. Yeah. And so we were just sitting there watching this crazy film and I was just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The nineties had some weird bootleggy mm-hmm. or things. Yeah. Well, Texas cha- was that the chainsaw massacre movies were like white zombie films. Those were in the nineties, weren't they? I believe so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a horrible white zombie fan. Don't kill me. Also, I think the Saw movies might have come out right around then. The first one, the very first one, might have come out in the late '90s too. Yeah, '90s. The '90s had like, if you look back, like a lot of people like memorialize the '90s, but the '90s were like a real dark time, like musically, artistically. Like I mean, like again, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, they were like prominent in the late '90s. Uh, probably because, honestly, like. In the early to mid '90s, Kurt Cobain killed himself. Yeah, they no, I think ever since the early '70s, we've been moving progressively darker. Yeah, just more dystopian, more um, based on technology and convenience and and consumerism, and less about the human experience and communication and being an awakening being as Russell Brand would say, like trying to actually focus on our consciousness and one another's feelings, caring about each other's feelings. It's gone out the window, but that's kind of the thing. If you look at it in like, like if you look at it in terms of decades, right? Yeah. Like like the seventies, you have the love and the love and hippie movement and everything's all good. Like even though you have the Vietnam war and all that. And then in the eighties, like, the music of the eighties is really sterilized and pop centric. And it's really like, honestly, it's super Coke fueled, <laughs> really sterile. Um, and then you get to the nineties and a lot of the music that was really prominent around that time. That wasn't like the mainstream pop music is all like darker and heavier. And it's like a reflection of like, you know, the shadow. And then when you get to the two thousands, that's when like the internet became big and st- almost everybody started getting computers in their home and stuff like that. And since then art went from being super dark to almost like everything. So commercialized now, like anything that is like dark, like it was in the nineties, no longer feels even remotely authentic. Right. So like, no. it's like, it's like we, we we're got, on repeat. We're just on repeat at this point. Yeah. Yeah, like we we we've all we've sterilized everything. We're all so desensitized now. Like nothing. Like we're like, pfft. like if a new Marilyn Manson came out today, <laughs> like like I'm not saying Marilyn Manson, but like somebody new like Marilyn Manson right, came right. out today, and they were doing like crazy shit, we'd be like, whatever. There's no shock. Yeah, there's nothing anymore. He killed Shock Rock. The yep. internet killed Shock Rock. Honestly, just like Tyler killed Shock Rap. Tyler, the creator yeah he went above and beyond and now you can't even say anything well eminem started the bullshit yeah really well but yeah i don't know when it, comes, clown posse. <laughs> when it comes to art i feel like most of it's pretty sterile nowadays yeah no we've run out of shit to say we've run out of shit to feel and we are just basically killing the planet until it dies you know and then yeah we can't live here anymore we're not mm-hmm. killing a planet necessary we're killing ourselves we're killing our species yes so 
yeah, and I think this invasion of Ukraine is a great, you know, demonstration. And I, I don't, I'm going to get a little political and not sad about it. Okay. I'm not going to be sad. Okay. But I can't see the argument, not for the invasion, but for Russia being pissed off because we did make that agreement with them that we wouldn't be trying to get Ukraine involved with NATO. And we weren't going to go eastward. So we kind of went back on that and we were having discussions about getting Ukraine and NATO. So not that the, the invasion is ever justified, but I can see why he'd be pissed and be like, okay, well, if you're going to be a lying sack of shit, I'll be a lying sack of shit. I mean, <clears throat> I guess to, to, to jump off the, the political end, uh, I don't think that his grievances about NATO are hundred percent true because if he was actually concerned about nato when ukraine when the ukrainian president came out and he said we're gonna have to abandon any hope or dream of being part of nato that should have been the signal for him that it was the the death of nato expanding um but what putin really wants honestly at the end of the day is you also have to think of his history too speaking of history he grew up during the end times of the USSR Chernobyl probably happened when he was younger. Um, He was a part of the, the KGB and he, he knows Russia in its last glory days. And he had a speech wherein he was talking about all the mistakes his predecessors made, allowing all these territories to annex themselves and how he would like to reestablish the Soviet union once again. Um, So he's, his goals are primarily imperialist, at best, the NATO grievance is just a way for him to justify his invasion. He doesn't really care one way or another if NATO is involved, because at the end of the day, he wants back those states that have taken themselves out of Russia. He sees okay. as Russian. I guess to counter argument, like, isn't China and the U.S. just as imperialistic? And they all have different methods? Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. I don't know if we can vilify a guy for doing the exact same thing our country does does all the time. Like we ignore Yemen, we supply Saudi Arabia with resources, and they. I don't. I don't disagree because I enjoy attacking our own empire as well. Um, <laughs> I'm not attacking. I'm just saying we're all guilty of shit. And I don't think it justifies though. <laughs> other people being able to do it. I don't, I think when we get into the slippery slope of like, well, who are we to criticize Russia when they're committing egregious crimes against people? Cause we do the same thing. I, I feel like it, it slightly, it slightly desensitizes what's happening to the people of Ukraine and oh, what Putin okay. wants. Okay. I can see that argument. Like, well, just just if you're a Ukrainian out there, I did I did learn all the oblasts of Ukraine yesterday. Yeah, so, so I do care. I'm just an insensitive person. Yeah. For the um. When when but if we're talking about just like a broad a, a, a abject oh, scale, God. yeah. Like at the end of the day, Russia is just like China and the United States in this, uh, in this instance. Except they're showing that they're much less efficient at uh, <laughs> at war than we are. <laughs> Well, they almost just exploded a nuclear plant. Yeah, that's kind of my biggest fear, I guess, at the end of the day with the whole thing is like they have made radiation around Chernobyl worse. I'm actually watching the HBO show Chernobyl. Um, 
and that's uh ooh, that's interesting and dark um if you want to watch something super dark and slightly depressing i would definitely smoke before you do that because it'll maybe make it a little bit more lighthearted. um but my <laughs> my my main concern is like the radiation stuff like driving the tanks and military around Chernobyl's made that area more radioactive than it's been since the accident. And then they took that nuclear plant. There was fires breaking out. Um, even though it's supposedly contained and there's no radiation, it just seems like there's a lot of room for, uh, a, a nuclear Holocaust by accident, not even like by like launching nukes, but like by fucking up nuclear plants and stuff like that idiotically. I just can't believe we've been through like the civil rights movement. We've been through all this bullshit. We've seen what war does. We've learned all these things from the past, and uh it never ends. Still, There's always some angry fucking brain. ape. Yep, some angry fucking ape that goes out of their way to make other people's lives miserable. You pieces of shit. Stop. Yep. Jeez. This is why I have always maintained that all world leaders, all world leaders should have to partake in psychedelics yeah. at least at least yeah. every six months during their term in office. Well, I, we actually thought about, not that we're like biological terrorists or anything, I don't know enough chemistry to actually do this, but we were talking about putting 5-MeO-DMT in like the water source of Washington, D.C. <laughs> to make sure that all of our, you know, policy makers and everything, and we, we were like, does it synthesize through, you know, drinking? I don't know, but ayahuasca does. And like, how can we get this to their minds? Because they need to realize we're all connected and they need to love all the people of the world, not just their own country and not their own family and not their own backyard. They got to get out of that headspace. Yep. We're all connected and we all need to love each other. And yeah. if you do any of these psychedelics, hopefully you come to the same conclusion. Most of us do. Most, and most, yeah, most. I'm not sure um, how it affects narcissists and stuff, though. Um, I don't know. I have narcissistic tendencies, and I, I remember when I took way too many shrooms, I thought I was Satan. Yeah, I sat yeah, on a rock could, in a river. It could have the opposite effect too. You know, if you gave if you gave all our great military generals psychedelics, would it make them realize that we're all connected, or would it? That's make what them, I want to see. That's yeah. what I will. It be like that part where they go through the wormhole in, in Rick and Morty? And they well, all become, or will it be like the Aztecs? Where they eat each other? Yeah, they yeah they sacrifice each other and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's a like, great... Like the Berserkers, they ate a bunch of mushrooms before they went into the battle naked. Right. So, you, you know, I mean... Yeah, General Butt-Naked drank that weird potion. He, he was yeah. giving all the kids some weird drugs. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe psychedelics to politicians is a bad idea. Maybe it'd get worse. Well, murder is also bad. So we yeah. have to choose something, people. This is true. We have to change this around. This is this corporatocracy and this oligarch rule is bullshit. Everyone knows it. I don't worship the rich. I don't think they're that intelligent. They're just like us, people. When the smoking camera disappears. We have to unite. <laughs> this is a call for mobilization. This <laughs> right the, here on YouTube. This episode took a weird turn. Huh? 
this episode took a weird turn yeah. right here. <laughs> like a cry to the to those watching so yeah so hit the like button subscribe hit the like button subscribe uh this was rambly yeah, that's, what it. that's what it's supposed to be um uh, yeah i think at the end of the day what we're trying to say is that everybody should smoke a little bit of of weed or maybe take your preferred psychedelic and go within and uh you know fix your shit it does help fix your shit a little bit. Yeah. No, if you if you use it in the in the correct way, it'll 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 help you fix some stuff. And I I'm really glad that uh, to end on a, a positive note again, I'm really glad like the fields of psychiatry and stuff like that they're uh, testing different drugs that you know people take like uh, MDMA or or ecstasy. Mm-hmm. They're they're talking about doing microdoses with that and that severely helping people with severe depression. PTSD. Um, so these pharmaceuticals that we do have that like people get addicted to, if done in like smaller doses and microdosing and stuff like that, they can actually have really positive effects on your brain and your psyche. Um, and I'm, I'm really glad that they're starting to look at things like MDMA, LSD, psychosyllabin, uh, even some like lesser strains of DMT. And messing with ketamine. Yeah. So, and again, it's all about microdosing. So my, <laughs> those who don't know what microdosing is, it's just taking like a little, a, a little bit, not enough that would get you high or fucked up or put you in a catatonic state or anything, just a little bit every day. And it actually is physically like changing the parts of people's brains that like these more negative emotions come for and, and they're making it more positive and they're doing a lot of research into it. So my hope is in the future, um, that through looking at these different psychedelics and these different pharmaceuticals that people have, you know, abused and applying it in the right way, the way that they should be used, that we maybe don't have such a mentally ill society. And if we don't have such a mentally ill society, um, maybe we will, we will focus more on, on loving each other than hating each other. So, yeah. Yeah positive things do happen we just don't ever hear about them we also don't remember them as well yeah it's really sad yeah we focus on the negative too much well that's because whether you want to admit it or not everybody has has ptsd um it's unavoidable life is life <laughs> is traumatic traumatic events happen to you um and so throughout your life you're just building up more and more ptsd um, from different experiences with different people and stuff like that. Um, and that's something that you have to realize and, and discover for yourself. And you have to also figure out ways to um, heal that so that you can be okay and you can function. Um, and a good way to do that is like, you know, therapy, um, not necessarily like taking, you know, pills and stuff like that, but doing self-care ritual you know maybe trying to meditate every day connect with earth i don't think we do that enough um and all the different things that they're doing there's a lot of stuff going on in the the field of mental awareness right now that seems positive so even though everything looks bleak because that's what the media wants to portray it as there are positive things that are happening yep there are some truly okay people I won't say decent. 
And and before I let everyone go, I want to just play that 20 second clip of that girl you gave me from TikTok so everyone can have a positive message to go oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Play that. Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you know what they say time flies when you're stressed the fuck out about being a decaying organism born into sentience, which has zero significance in a world that will soon forget about them after they've died and started rotting in the ground. Woo! Let's fuck today in the mouth. So, yeah, everybody go out there and fuck today in the mouth and <laughs> remember to subscribe and love us and shit. <laughs> Just like we love you, you know? Yeah. Um, this <laughs> is gonna be coming, this is gonna be coming out probably early April because we filmed so far in advance, but uh, so we don't know where Ukraine and the world will be at at that point. But yeah, love we each could other. Be speaking another language by then. Yeah, love each other. Yeah. It'll all be okay. No, it won't. That's some bullshit people say. Eventually, it will end. How no, about that? no, this will never end because we will continue filming far in advance, and these will be released into the early two thousand two hundreds. Yeah, no, I mean cerebral flex might last longer than the human race. <laughs> that, that's cool. I can't wait for the aliens to like hook up to the internet and see like, oh, this shit's scheduled to go on for a long time. Look at these people; they recorded for years, and no one even watched their shit. They just kept oh, at it. This is weird. These guys are impressive. I'm getting a call from Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. Probably a scam. Probably. All right, then. Hit the things. Hit the things. Have a good day. Smoke ha some weed. Have a good day. Smoke weed. Take shrooms. Uh, don't smoke weed laced with PCP. That's scary. I mean, yeah. Make sure you're bad. verifying where you're getting your weed from. Yeah, I don't think my friend meant to do that to us. But. Yeah. Make sure that when you're picking up your weed, this is a very hard thing to do. Make sure when you're picking it up that your dealer's not high. It's probably going to be, though. That's not going to happen. Your dealer's going to be high. Sit down and smoke with him or her and 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 have a good day. <laughs> smoke smoke the stuff maybe that they're, they're giving you just to, to verify before you leave. Right. That might be so a good if, idea. If it is laced, you stay right there. But you're not going to know for 20 minutes, so you might find out in traffic. Oh. Well, uh, don't, don't don't smoke and drive. That's... This is all bad advice. Yeah, don't listen to any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. Bye. <laughs>